It's time for Politics Wednesday. Uh, Megan Woods is with us along with Mark Mitchell. Morning to both of you. Morning, Mike. Morning, Megan. Morning, Mike. Morning, Mike. Now, Mark, and we're not going to play dumb games. I just want to try and get as close to this as possible. Have you been involved in any talk about a portfolio position? No, not at all. Right. So you wouldn't have a clue what's going on with Cabinet at the moment? No, not not at all. That sort of those discussions are literally happening um, amongst the party leaders. Right, and so you will presumably. I'm thinking it's it's going to get wrapped up today, and if not today, it'll be tomorrow. So you're expecting a call from Luxon, who will go. Here's what's happened, Mark, and your job is X. That's how it's going to unfold. Yeah, normally what happens is once the agreement has been signed off and all the party leaders agree in terms of um, who's going to be doing what job, then uh, Chris will call, might start making calls. Um, he'll call his cabinet, he'll call his uh, ministers outside of cabinet, he'll call um, committee chairs uh, and start allocating roles. Have you talked to Luxon at all during this period of time? Uh, no, I haven't. I've, um, I've exchanged uh, text messages with them and, of course, um, there was some consultation around um, our law and order policies uh, because, of course, I mean, what he's done is, it, when you really think about it, Mike, what he's done is extraordinary. Um He's taken well, we don't know what he's done yet. That's the point, isn't it? Well, in the sense that he's got agreement with three parties that have got their own manifestos, very yeah. comprehensive policy programs, and we've brought them all together. And there's been a lot of detailed work go into that to make sure that when this government is formed, it is strong, it is solid, and it delivers for New Zealand. Have you seen any indication of what he's agreed to vis-a-vis your law and order policy versus New Zealand First versus Acts? No, just um, I'm not going to talk about the details on no, that. No, 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 I don't want to. But but do you have a, a flavour of what's coming in that area? Uh, well, I just well, yes, I do. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, I'm not going to talk about that publicly because um, the respective teams have worked together no, that's to make sure make sure that the policies are aligned, that we've, there's agreement uh, in the different um, spokespersons' areas, and, and Chris has been very public around um, around making sure the whole team was involved when they had to be involved. He's done that. Um, he has done, he has brought the he has brought the parties together. Right. So and, um, so just for you to say as an overarching thing that someone like Erica Stanford would have a view or an understanding of where you're at on education, for example, and, and Willis know. would have it on e- economics, etc. I don't know. Look, I, I can't comment on that um, because they are the spokesperson in those various areas, and, I, and obviously we're not going to get into detail. All that I'd say is that there's been um, is that the respective teams have worked very, very closely together um, under the leadership of Winston, David, and Chris, and uh, to make sure that as Chris is delivered, and or Winston and David, that we are fully aligned and have agreement on terms of the policy program um, and the legislation that we want to pass uh, who, in this term of government. Who would you make deputy prime minister, Megan? Oh, I think that's a matter for Christopher Luxon, oh, Mike. I know that, but we're playing games here. Who, 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 no, would, look, you, who would you give look, the job it all, to? It all comes down to what the horse trading and the negotiations have been. Um, I think that it's quite clear um, that this is now kind of one of the, the key areas of discussion. We're told that policies are settled. It's now over who gets that role of Deputy Prime Minister. Is, is that going to go to the largest party um, in terms of the, t- the two support parties or is it going to go on experiences? A whole range of things. But, I mean, I think we all wait and see. Um, we, we're ready to hand over the keys and I guess when we hand over the keys it will be revealed who's in what office. Yeah. I reckon it's today, Mark. What do you reckon? Look, I'm not putting the time on it. I just know that um, you know a lot of the heavy lifting and the difficult work has been done, uh, and now it's a matter of sorting out, obviously, ministerial positions and portfolios. And uh, 
I was listening to David on the radio earlier, and, and obviously all three leaders committed to getting that done as quickly as possible. Mm. He's been good, don't you Mark. think he's been good? Yeah, I think they all have. I, I, think, uh, I, think, I think he's been given really good updates. Mike, one thing you could do is a bit of a, a, a week fix um, radar each morning of who's had how many week fix. It might give us a good indicator of how the talk is going. Levels of wheat bakes, where are they at today? It's a bit like a UV. Tell you what, we, hey, is it, is it wheat getting some great marketing and advertising? Yeah, I'm off wheat Ever since they pulled themselves out of the warehouse, I've, I've, I've boycotted that particular breakfast cereal, so I don't know if I want to go down the wheat track. And that's before I get to the bit where they don't pay tax, and that's a bit dodgy, but you know. But it's not a bad idea, Megan. I think if, if you don't want to be in the opposition, maybe you can come into radio as um, some sort of production person and come up with interesting ideas. We like that. Well oh, done. Mike, that's an offer I can't turn down. Well, wait till you hear what you get paid. I think you probably will. The, the comment from, the comment, Megan, from Nanaya Mahuta, I thought over the weekend, was the, the biggest political story that's not part of the government business. What did she mean, do you think, that she had to carry three waters by herself? Oh look, I think that um, obviously the Three Waters Reform Program um, was a was a huge piece of work. Um, I think she talked quite openly about conversations that she had with um, Jacinda when she was Prime Minister about whether or not she um, needed um, some you know some relief in that area, given she was also carrying the foreign affairs portfolio. But without doubt, it was a, it was a heavy piece of lifting in terms of a reform agenda. Um, Mark Winston Peters. And the hotel yeah. business. Do you know? I'm I'm on to this. I know this is a thing. So Seymour's around at Luxon's house, <laughs> and, and Peters won't go to Luxon's house, will he? he? He insisted on the Quarters Hotel so he can sweep in past the media through the sliding doors, laughing. That's what that's what's happened, isn't it? Well, I, no. Look, I, I'm not going to comment on that. Look, the, Why the not? only thing that I'd say. Well, look, are you going to spend the, the only... whole next three to six years not commenting on anything? You realise, as a minister, you got to comment on stuff. <laughs> Well, I can't get into Winston's head or, or David's head or anyone else's head in terms of what they're doing. But, I mean, the only thing I would say is in, in terms of Winston, I've known him since I came into Parliament. He's been part of the parliamentary rugby team. Um, in fact, he's our media li- liaison. I was going to say he doesn't and, play, does he? <laughs> no, he's our media liaison. Officer. But, look, I'll, I'll tell you something about Winston. Is that, um, so they were out of government last term, obviously, and we play charity matches um, yeah, we play four charity matches a year where we raise money for local charities. And although Winston was no longer in Parliament, he still turns up. Um, there's no media there, there's no coverage, there's no anything else. He just turns up because he wants to support uh, the team and, of course, that local charity. Um, and he does that when he's outside of Parliament as well as when he's inside of Parliament. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I admire that. Okay, good. The ceasefire call, Megan, from Chris Hipkins, Labour Party leader, as opposed was that a bit cheeky? Not at all. Political? I mean, no, not at all. I mean, obviously, um, this is an unusual period and we're, we are respecting our role as caretaker government. So anything that is a government statement is something that has to be in agreement with the incoming government. And I think, as we've talked about previously, uh, we've been working through that in a really constructive way with the incoming government. Um, however, um, we are still a, a party, a Labour party, um, and we, we did need to make a comment. We couldn't stand by any um, any longer in face of the horrific scenes that we're seeing without making that call for a ceasefire. And we were really clear to differentiate mm. that this wasn't a government announcement. Yeah, but only after you got rejected by the government. You wanted to make it as the you know the stand-in government or the stand-by government or the outgoing government, didn't you? Well, that, 
Well, that's, of course, your first port of call when you're a caretaker government. You see if that is a, a statement that can be made um, as New Zealand, um, as part of the, you know, the caretaker role. But when it couldn't be, um, then we were really clear to differentiate. But yeah. we couldn't stand by and watch that, so we made it as a Labour Party. Cameron Brewer, are you aware of this, Mark, this Cameron Brewer joke, pale, stale male joke, in the, you know, when he won the election in his electorate? Yeah, I mean, I and everyone's apologising now. What's the matter with us? Yeah. We're not too angsty about stuff. It was, it was in a private function. It was meant to be self-deprecating. Yeah, um, a bit of self-deprecating humour. He's obviously come out and made, made an apology on it. And, you know, move on. Why, why uh, do we have to apologise for everything? For goodness' sake, Megan, have you read Richard Preble's piece in the Herald this morning? Not yet. I Got, have you, yet to have that delight. Okay, Labor now faces an existential threat. And he argues that, um, you know, the whole landscape is changing. The Greens have captured three electorates to party Murray sweeping six of the seven seats, blah, blah, blah. Political parties do not last forever in the UK. Once mighty Liberal parties know more, the New Zealand Labour Party could go the same way. Do you feel he makes a point or not? Uh, look, I think this is the kind of commentary you often get after elections. Um, I think we had similar commentary about the National Party after the result, after the last election. And um, I think what we've seen is three years is a, a very long time of politics. Mm. Well, the Labour Party is over 100 years old. Um, we celebrated our 100th, I think it was about five years ago now, um, that um, there have been election results um, that have been less than stellar in the past. Uh, but we will we will rebuild. That's what our party does. And it is our time now um, to think about what we want to do next time we're in government. And that's what we'll be doing and talking to people about. Fantastic. This time next week, Mark, you'll be in government. Uh, will the parliament be open? Uh, well, if, if the announcements are made, then yes, absolutely. I don't know when the parliament will be open, but... It'll be oh, open come on, give us a date, Mark. I need to fix my diary. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it open as quickly as we possibly can, Megan, because we've got a big... Oh, no, no, come on, you need to give us a day. Are we there next week? <laughs> yeah, you've got to go set aside some days next week. We go, if, you, if you sign today, if you, here's, here's what I think is going to happen. By the end of today, Luxon's going to go, we've got a deal, we're going down to Wellington, we'll see you tomorrow with some pens and paper. You'll sign tomorrow. You should be able to get to the Governor-General tomorrow afternoon if you can't by Friday. By I reckon by Tuesday next week, Parliament should be open. Well, I mean, there's, there's obviously things that the process that has to be followed. And first of all, um, the three leaders have to agree on um, the composition of their, those ministerial Yeah, they'll do that today. Yeah, well... I mean, that's I, how I'd run the country, Mark, for goodness sake. Too, too much mucking around. Time we got on with it, for goodness sake. I mean, this is you and I negotiating now. Come on, let's go. Let's get their parliament open. <laughs> get some stuff fixed. Well, we all definitely want that. And, uh, and look, we want to get... There's a lot of work to do before the Christmas break. So right. All right, no, well, we'll definitely work as hard as they can. I think David indicated himself that all of us just want to get going. All right. No, talk next week. Appreciate it very much. Megan Woods and Mark Mitchell. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.